So again, like something that I've toyed with mm-hmm. is the idea of, you know, there's the awkward first five minutes of a call and people are coming in and we'll just wait for a few more people to come in here before we get started. So like, do we have fun, do we play a game, like a quiz game? Is there something that we can do? Again, just creating this space that is entirely me. Uh, I know that I bring me and that is irreplaceable to this. And truth is a lot of people are going to buy my membership and any membership because they're attaching themselves to the host and love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. personality and that person. And so much of me is let's play. Maybe the question is, how do I bring an element beyond the workshop and just my general personality and laughing about things? Is there a way to bring an element of play? How do I bring an element of play into my workshops, uh, my live group coaching? Creating courses and programs for your brand can be a massive undertaking, which could take years. The guests on your Greatest Work podcast have poured their heart, their soul, their finances into creating amazing products for their business with the intention of reaching more people, generating more income, spending less time while generating that income, and achieving success in all of its forms. Let's welcome today's guest as we discuss their challenges, joys, and ambitions to transform lives with their learning offer. You can't generate passive income with integrity until your offer is truly transformational and you can prove that it gets results for your clients. Clients are done with crummy courses and we're going to talk about how to make your greatest work. I'm your host, Manya Horner. Some traits which were formerly a negative in my life, such as attention to detail, out-of-the-box thinking, yearning to do things differently, and dreaming bigger than anyone around me, these used to be my shame, but now they're my greatest asset. Prepare for an intelligent conversation with people who are open for feedback and exercising humility as they continue in this pursuit of lifelong learning. Grab a notebook and capture some strategies that you can implement right away in the next iteration of your course. Hi, Alex. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast episode. I came across your business because you gave a guest presentation in a program that I was a part of, and I was blown away by not only your background, um, but also just the way that you tell stories and how engaging it is. And I wanted to have you join this podcast because I think people need to hear about you and your business. And also, I can just tell that you care a lot about the success of your members and about your students. And those are the kind of people I want to talk with because here we're all about creating income through courses and memberships with integrity. That means only offering quality learning products to people. And I just am really glad to have you here and to talk with you and um, put me on the spot as I help you brainstorm a challenge or a growth opportunity in your business. It is such a joy and a pleasure to be here, Mania. And that is it. I just think that this is, we're like-minded people and this is the right space to be in. And uh, I I really appreciate you seeing that in me, that authenticity, that realness uh, that is by no accident that I'm showing up that way. And I truly appreciate and receive the compliment that it's being uh, seen and received. Amazing. So thank you, Alex. And let 
our listeners here know what your business is all about. Tell us um, what's unique about you and draw us into your web with your skills of storytelling. So let's hear what you're about. Yeah, it's so good. I am here really helping people share their story and shape this world to stand out with your brand story so you finally get noticed. And the way to do that is, of course, going back in your story. And I've been telling stories my entire life growing up with my mom on stage. My dad was a photographer. And so we just absorbed storytelling. And then I kept doing that and telling stories on stage as an actor, uh, as a youth pastor, as a public speaker, and always felt, though I was finding the opportunities, I always felt confused you know, in where I belong, where I fit in, and specifically really what my message is for any given audience. There's obviously a lot of different audiences that I would speak to in those settings. And I don't think it was until my mom helped me realize, actually, my mom, the actress, and it was about 10 years ago, she was uh, a few days away from, from breathing her last. And I had one of the big conversations with her, and she helped me realize that I mean, she told me the reason that she was an actress for so long was to give people this gift of, of entertainment, of emotion, that she could tell a story here that would change their lives, that would shape their world when they left the theater. And something clicked for me to realize that my story is not my own to keep to myself. My story is meant to be shared because it might change someone else so they can change others. And so now I'm in this business now helping people clearly share their stories so they can shape the world and whatever platforms they're on. That's so incredible and useful for everyone, right? Everyone has a story to tell. And I think what you do well in your little workshops that I've experienced, I shouldn't say little, it was a short workshop that I experienced you in. And um, you're, you're good at helping people draw out the piece of their story that's special or that's unique because often we gloss over that and we don't even recognize what's so unique about us. So, okay, great. So thanks for sharing that. So let's switch into your business now. We're going to kind of deep dive into your business. And how long have you been um, selling these offers? And yeah, what are you selling? Really, yeah, this is great. So it was really, I would say, let's, let's for kicks, just say it started, um, you know, January, 2020. Uh, so actually before the pandemic. And I was leaning into this uh, saying, I'm a speaker coach. And wanting to get in a space with anybody and help them specifically, you know, show up on their stage and perform in a way that will make them stand out. And so that's when that began. And then pandemic hit and things shifted a little bit to become a bit more about not just not speaking on a stage, but really more about communicating and shifted more into even a focus on, on, uh, getting your brand message really clear as you show up online, as so many businesses shifted to online, and so many people thought, "Wow, I could start an online coaching business," um, but so few people know why. So that's where that really began and, and started to take shape. And I would say, really kicked into gear uh, just over a year ago, kind of August 2020. All right. So, what are you currently? Um, what are you currently offering? for people to buy or what are the ways that they can work with you right now? Yeah. So the big magic happens in one-on-one coaching and that comes in a 
three-month package to focus on brand coaching or a six-month package to focus on speaker coaching, speaker story coaching, and brand story coaching. That's just one-on-one. Let's do the deep work. And then I have a membership, a monthly membership that's just launching now. Um, And we've just done one group call and it's called the Fearless Speakers Academy, which is highly accessible. And let's do all the Let's just talk about all the tips and tricks that I've learned over 30 years as a performer and public speaker to captivate your audience and stand out. Okay, great. So if you could picture your business around three years from now, when you look back to this point today, you know, we're entering into Q4 of this year, what would make you feel really happy with the progress that you're making? Is there anything that you're like really gunning for and you look back and you're like, I'd be happy if this product could really get off the ground and running? Or is there something that you have in mind as I ask that question? Yeah, I, there's kind of three images that come to mind for me when I think about you know, really kind of flowing, humming success in this. And one of them is uh, this dream that I see for myself speaking in a stadium. So, I mean, there really is still this, like, let put me on stage with as many people in the audience as possible. That's there. Um, and then to bring that into, that's someone else's stage, though, I feel like. But then I've got my own stage, the stage that I'm building, which is this membership. And so I'd love to, you know, in three years to see a thousand plus people being encouraged in, in community as communicators growing and, and trying new things, being challenged every week. And then I would say, really, again, those are kind of the stages that I speak on, but the, having a, uh, a thriving, sustainable coaching business really focused on these one-on-one clients, that's the dream. That's, I mean, that's where this all really comes to reality. So in three years, to see each of those, if that's specific enough, yeah. um, humming, that's, that's what's in my vision. Do you see your coaching clients potentially coming out of your membership or are they coming from somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so whatever my audience acquisition, whatever my audience growth has uh, created, whatever that has become, it's, yeah, it's really people trusting me, uh, feeling like they know me, which you said to me earlier, and therefore approaching me, leaning in and asking for more. Okay. So let's hone in on that membership. Cause I think that's really an area that, um, we can talk about today and that I can probably support you the best on. Yeah. And that's like the newest strategy, the newest piece, the piece that I, it's long-term build. Yeah. So that, that'd be good. Right. Exactly. I see that that's new for you, but it has tons of potential, right? And Mm -hmm. you can see that and you know, it's the way that you can reach more people and help more people um, get their message out and communicate more clearly and find their story and the value of that story. For sure. So what do you think is right now kind of maybe a challenge or getting in your way? You mentioned that you want it to grow. So how do you see that happening? Do you see it happening by word of mouth, by referral, by people like happy to share it and talk about it? Is that one way that you'd really love to be able to see the growth in that community? Absolutely. That's, that's really what I've 
built on up to this point is referral and reputation. And the effort in this, I mean, it's 15 bucks a month. Like it's two group calls and weekly challenges and Facebook community, all that stuff. Like it's everything that any membership would offer at a wildly cheap price um, to become a no barrier to entry um, experience. And so for my effort is to, to serve those people at an elevated level that feels like the value is far, far more than they're paying so that they go out and they shout it from the rooftops and say, this is the best thing I've been a part of. So yes, referrals is a massive part of that. And I also see in the future, some sort of ad, some sort of market, like, you know, paid marketing. Um, yeah. Just haven't started that yet. Okay, cool. No, that's mm-hmm. great. Um, I'm going to try not to interrupt you, but this is when I start getting excited yeah, and I start I jumping it. in. So if I interrupt you, sorry about that. Um, okay. So you want to really serve people at that elevated level in your membership. Mm-hmm. And so are there any challenges for you personally with creating that experience in the membership? Or is there any opportunity or anything you're like, oh, I'm not really sure how to do this. Um, I, I want you to bring that out and and see what I can start turning the wheels on. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm only doing what I've experienced, right? Which is kind of, oh, let's open a Facebook group. So, and just let people chat and dip in there and kind of guide the conversation if I can and hope that it grows into a community that's talking to each other when I'm out of the room. You know, um, a question around that would be is there another platform other than Facebook in which that can happen and can be hosted? Um, just kind of a question and a, a you know viability of other platforms. That's that's interesting to me. As far as the experience goes, I mean, let's go back. So I was a youth pastor for twelve years, and that's all about creating an experience. How do I create an event, a moment where people feel light and free and easy to then dive into real life issues and feel like there is a community here. So that's really what I'm coming into this with is that experience and wondering how can I create that, that sort of an, an opportunity, a moment uh, for an hour every other week on a Zoom call. That would be interesting to me to, time, to kind of explore Oh man, that would be really interesting to talk about. Let's start with the easy stuff. Okay, so platforms. I think this is an interesting um, topic. Facebook is great because everyone's on it. It's free. It's there. People know how to use it. So there's no barrier there. But one of the challenges with these social media platforms is that there are people who are sort of deleting the app. They're like disengaging from Facebook. They're only there you know, on it as needed. I know there's a lot of people that are kind of going down that route. And also we don't own it. So if it shuts down, we, we don't have access. Um, if Facebook doesn't like something you're saying, we don't have access. Um, I did some work with, um, a health and wellness community. They had 10,000 members on their membership and they were like, we can't talk about hand sanitizer without being censored now. So, you know, it was becoming an issue for their business. So we migrated it off the platform. So there's lots of great options at different price points. Um, 
you can even use different kind of chatting options like um, Discord. That's an option. You can use a platform like New Zendler. You could do something like Kajabi, which is bringing in a lot more options like podcasting, um, coaching events. You know, it's got all the course options, membership options. So there's lots of platforms. Yeah. So I'm hosted, like, I'm, I'm the main thing is on Kajabi for me. And then it's, uh, let's take the conversation over to Facebook. It's essentially what it looks like now. Yeah. So, yeah. So Facebook, um, there's, you know, there are other platforms like, like Discord or Slack or, um, Circle. Um, you know, there's, there are different places, Mighty Networks. So you can take a look at some of the different ones and see what works. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because we're still in this space of Facebook being kind of the giant and everybody having access and knowing about it and already being there. Well, it's interesting because then it, yeah, exactly. And, and even other, are there other video call te- like companies out there? And yeah, there are a couple that actually like I've used and use with friends that are more private and whatever. And, and it feels like this giant risk to move away from what move away from zoom or move away from Facebook. These people who are ruthlessly sealing your data and we're like, ah, yeah, I don't care. Cause it's, it's what we're all using. But so it feels like this big risk to move away, even though it's, it's better. It's, it's right. And so that, that's what I'm dealing with. Right. So. Yeah. And like, you know, some people, they love having different Slack channels. I personally have never really gotten like super cozy and loving Slack. Um, I don't know, but like, it's just, what is your audience feeling and what are they loving? And if they're all like, we love Facebook, okay, maybe keep it there. So it's not a bad thing to be able to pop polls into your community and ask people, hey, do you love this experience? Would you be willing to try this other platform with me? Um, And, you know, it's a great way to get your audience involved and just like test them out while they're small. Um, because people will jump in and they'll work through it that no matter what platform you're on, um, if you've kind of ironed it out. So while your audience is small, I'd say like, that's when you could do your test. <laughs> you could try out something different and just see how it works for people if they like it um, and kind of iron out those bugs. Okay. With the experience. Now, I always make sure that people are really connected to their why when they join. This probably resonates with you. I feel like you're a guy that's connecting people to their why. Um, But keep coming back to that throughout time because I think what could end up being a challenge for you is retaining your members over a long period of time and having stuff in there to help them grow with you. So have you mapped out um, a journey for your members that extends one year, two years, or three years. Okay. I would challenge you to do that. And I know that you should be able to do this map out like where, or what kind of transformation would people want to see after a year, after two, after three, and try to break that down. So you have like a longer forecast journey for people as they're progressing through your content. And you can even, you can even break it up in your Kajabi. So it's like, you know, different stages. So like year one and give it a cool name, year two, and just kind of indicate what milestones people might be excited to achieve at each of those different stages. So they can, so they can be like, yeah, I'm in year one. I'm like, my goal right now is just to like be clear and cut through the 
clutter of my own thoughts. Year two might be like getting on a stage or whatever your stage might be, might be find your stage. Year three could be something else. So help people progress through your content in a longer journey. So how do you do that when it's a wide open audience and everybody's coming in, let's say of the, you know, 25 members that I have right off the bat here, um, there's people even within there that coming in, they might find themselves at that year three, year two, year one sort of movement in their own journey. And yet I'm showing up with the same message for everybody. Right. So I would have a couple of sections um, in your Kajabi platform. So I'd have like, get started for everybody. So like, no matter where you're at, make sure you've got this baseline um, locked down. And then I think I'd say at the end of that, I'd put in a Kajabi assessment. And I would I would ask a couple of questions and have your answer be, um, this is probably the best next stream for you to be in. And have encouraged somebody to explore, or maybe you could unlock another offer using automation um, for that particular person. So you can get creative using the assessment. Um, and once it's done, you can add a tag depending on what the results were. Um, Kajabi assessments aren't super uh, robust, I'll say, like it doesn't have a ton of options. So you could always. Um, just embed a link for something else like a Google form or type form. It gives you better options for scoring. But I'd say do a little quiz or an assessment in there and just be like, all right, it's time to assess yourself. Um, what are your goals? What track resonates most with you? And we want to make sure you get into the content for your track or your goal. Yeah, that's interesting. Because at this point, I've just assumed it's just the idea of everybody's coming in the same room. And I'm going to talk. And yes, of course, you're a different... I mean, again, this is what I've done for my entire speaking career is everybody's coming in. They're all at different ages and stages. And yet, I come forward with a message that I have tried really <laughs> intentionally to make work wherever you are. You can get something. Um, but the idea of having different tracks is... It's something and... to consider. And maybe as you start growing and you get like a lot of content filling up your Kajabi space, you know, like more guides or more exercises or more um, thoughts or questions or reflections. Um, as you start getting more of that, you might start seeing, actually, I feel like I've got different tracks here. And I know that's where memberships tend to go um, as they develop. I think it's smart. It's interesting because if nothing else, it at least helps them self-identify, which is mm -hmm. empowering and emboldening and, and, mm -hmm. and like and kind of lets them say, yeah, no, I'm I'm a beginner or oh, I'm more advanced than I thought I was. Okay, let's dive in. Like this is what I'm consistently looking for now in this manner. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So okay. um I always suggest when you're creating a membership to have this idea of a journey, some sort of a transformation. And you actually talk about this. You talk about the journey of the story, right? In this arc. So think about the same thing and then try to break it down. Um, and, and that time span could be short or it could be spread out over multiple years just as a way to continue to engage people over a longer time. Um, another thing with memberships that can quickly happen is you end up getting so much stuff in it that people walk in and they're like, whoa, too much. And one of the number one reasons why people leave memberships is because of too much content, which is kind of funny and weird. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I've heard that. I heard that kind of leading into this. I was yeah. like, all right, yeah, good. Let's minimalism. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, which is so cool. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that's good to keep in mind, and also a great way to um, keep chunking your content as you're developing it. So you're like mentally flag it as this is this stream, or this is more beginner, or this is more intermediate. Um, so that as you go forward, it's easier for you to organize. That's cool. I think that could be really right. interesting. I love um, that. It's good. What was another question you you brought up? You were like, how can I create a moment in an hour on Zoom? Yeah. So so again, like something that I've toyed with is the idea of, you know, there's the awkward first five minutes of a call and people are coming in and we'll just wait for a few more people to come in here before we get started. So like something that I've, again, coming back thinking, man, could we like, you know, actually, could we have fun, play a game, like a quiz game? Is there something that we can do? Again, just creating this space that is entirely me. Uh, I know that I bring me and that is irreplaceable to this. And truth is a lot of people are going to buy my membership and any membership because they're attaching themselves to the host and love that personality and that person. And so much of me is let's play. So how do I Maybe the question is, how do I bring an element beyond the workshop and just my general personality and laughing about things? Um, is there a way to bring an element of play into our, into, I mean, specifically me, I'm thinking about us. Let's talk about us, but let's talk about me. How do I bring an element of play into my workshops, uh, my live group coaching? Okay. Calls? I have an idea. Um, yeah. There's a software and I believe it's called Gather Round. They recently changed the name. I'll t- I'll send you the link after this. So Gather Round is I'm trying to describe it. You can actually use it as a substitute for Zoom, by the way. So if you want to get away from Zoom, you just send everyone the Gather Round link, and you can pre-populate it with um, cards, conversation cards or games. And you can set it up in a ton of different ways. It's meant for icebreakers or for online kind of parties or networking or gathering. It's not meant to be a super serious platform, which might be fun for you to explore. Um, And so the host can have the stage. Oh my goodness, this is perfect for you. And all of the individuals (laughs) can request to join the stage. So you can have people come up onto the stage you can like easily you can easily tag uh yeah maybe but it's video like. mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah you can easily break people out into little like pairs or small discussions and you pre-populate questions or activities on the cards so you get rid of that awkwardness in a zoom breakout where everyone's like cool. uh what are we supposed to be talking about here uh, because you have already pre-populated something in there on a card so they jump into the call and they're like all right we each get a minute and we have to say the craziest thing that ever happened to us in our business. Okay, go. And everyone goes. So you can literally set it up so that it's like a really fun, interesting Oof. breakout scenario. That is gold, my friend. You need to get on that. That sounds like the experience that I create from the stage uh, with an audience. That's exactly it. I love this idea of Turn to the person next to you. You've got one minute. Tell them the best party you've ever been to. Go. And they go and the conversation explodes. Okay. You can set this whole thing up. You can set this all up and you, you can bypass Zoom uh, and just send everyone your gather round link every time. And uh, you can set it up for like parties, 
you know, games, whatever. So check that out right after this. I think that'll be really cool for you. Love that. Yeah. I mean, that to me, right? If we're focusing on the then, so it's that's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. We talked about what this looks like and how, you know, if it's growing by word of mouth or something like that's there's the experience and then there's the great. How do more people get in? I think is just the other. Yeah. And you know, that is something that we talk about. It comes up a fair bit in my peer mastermind, actually, like where people are like, okay, we know the experience in our product and our learning product has to be incredible. That's just a baseline. Um, And then we have a lot of conversation around how do we get the word out more? What are more marketing strategies and sales strategies? And um, so that does come up. I tend to take a a little bit of a backseat on that because my area of expertise is not in that. (laughs) I'm I'm all about um, one-on-one connections. I'm not so good at the big, broad connecting with the thousands on the interwebs. that's why I love these kind of platforms and my small group mastermind because it's just, I love these really intimate connections. But I have no doubt that the way you're going with your business, you're going to get some, you're going to hit that target way sooner than you think. I appreciate it. I will receive that. And if people are spreading the word about this really awesome online yep. experience, I think that will be very unique. There's something else too, like if you want to create, um, a really like immersive audio experience. There's an app called, well, it's an online platform called High Fidelity, and I'll send you that too. Basically, everyone is in a space. You could be like, we're hosting a party at a seaside resort. So everyone jumps into the seaside resort and you've got it set up with this, like the oceans here, and it's this aerial view. And as everyone walks around on the screen, they can walk up to a group of people and they'll hear that conversation come into focus in their right earphone. Come on. And then as they walk away, that conversation will fade out and then they'll walk up to another conversation. And so you get this really immersive high fidelity audio experience. Wait, those are real live conversations happening? Yeah. Those are So it's it's Holy a totally God. different type <laughs> of that's online in the room audio experience. So I'm going to send you those two links. And I'll have to link them in the show notes here, but it's really cool. I've been part of a number of conversations and wow. it's, it's great if you are encouraging storytelling or encouraging conversations. So people can walk into a story and be like, meh, and like they can leave and go to somebody else's story. So you can just, it's just however you want to facilitate that and you're a creative guy, you'll be able to do that. But um, you could host like, a party or like a storytelling thing using all these different backgrounds. So it's kind of neat. Wild. Okay. That's, this is great. I think this is it, right? This, yeah, exactly. This is opening it up for me, which I think also for the listeners will be great because it's just this, I just feel so trapped. Zoom and Facebook, I guess, and Kajabi, hosted on Kajabi. That's, that's my limit, but. All right. You got some good ideas here. And I mean, it's fine to start, right? Um, Because it's like, done is better than perfect at the beginning when you're growing your membership. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's so much coming out in terms of software and technology. And it's really cool to be able to give it a try. Brilliant. I love it. People answering the questions that they have with their own brilliance of creating technology. Invite me to your next high fidelity um, and, and gather round because I want to see this in action. Excellent. I sure will. This All right. Thanks so much, Alex. Um, 
I just, uh, I, I'm just looking forward to seeing how your business grows because you are a stellar guy and the work you're doing is super valuable. So keep it up. I really appreciate this. This is amazing. And the way that you dive in and just bring your knowledge, this is a great, uh, great experience. And uh, I'm excited for this. So truly, uh, cool. thank you. All right. Talk soon. Thank you for listening. Please share, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and better yet, connect on social media. It can feel really isolating talking into this mic. It's tough for an extrovert like me. So please send me a message and let me know what you think of the show. I welcome feedback and ideas because I too am always learning from you. Thank you.